Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Live from the Bunker. I'm your host, a man named Negan. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm your host, Derek Washington, also known as a man named Negan. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to discuss four reasons why people don't take preppers seriously, or why preppers don't necessarily have a plan. Uh, first off is people don't take prepping seriously. Some people get involved in prepping half-heartedly, uh, you know, part-time preppers. And I'm not saying that prepping is something that should take up your whole day and your whole life. It's not that serious. Um, people have uh, watch shows like uh, Doomsday Preppers and other stupid shows uh, that kind of make fun of it or make you feel uncomfortable about it. Uh, these people like to show their guns and their bug out bags in online forums. Uh, you see them all over IG. This is my bug out bag. And just they're not serious about what it is that they're trying to do. Um, either the reason that the reason is they don't have a full understanding to take it serious. Uh, they've never really con truly conducted a threat assessment for their area. Um, these people watch a radio show, a couple YouTube videos, and now they get caught up in the fear-mongering portion, and they're not serious about it, you know? That's one reason why people don't take it serious. It's, it's unfortunately a, a fad or something that's made commercial by the people in the real world that don't want you to see it that way, um... The government just recently put out that people need to have six months worth of food due to whatever reason. And now, of course, they're making a fear mongering section of that and a comic relief of it. Here's the deal. If you have a family, it's just you. Whatever your situation is, preparing for a situation that could happen, i.e. a tornado, an earthquake, a power outage. All these are things that can happen to you in your immediate area based off where you live. Preparing for those situations doesn't make you a weirdo or whatever. Uh, most of the people listening to my shows go to church on Sunday. In the Bible, there was a guy named Noah. God told Noah, Noah, get ready for the, for the collapse. It's about to pop off. Noah grabbed his family, prepared for the situation. When the situation came and everybody else was like, oh, no, what are we going to do? Please help us, Noah. And Noah was like, fuck y'all, fuck out of here. Y'all should have listened when I told you to get ready. So, just a thought. Another reason is a fear of rejection. Many peppers don't put a plan into place, so they're scared. They don't know how to discuss this conversation with friends and family and say, hey, you know, I'm a prepper, I'm prepping for whatever the situation is, and be able to have that conversation with like-minded people. I mean, I know myself, there are friends and family members that, I well, some of them I don't tell because I just want them to end up in the FEMA camp, but uh, there's some I don't tell about prepping because it's just, I know that that's not their mindset. They are cool with the comfortability of being able to go to McDonald's or Whataburger, because I, I live in a place where Whataburger is the restaurant of choice. Uh, they like the convenience factor that they have of living where they're living. 
So prepping for situation is not something that they're willing to do. But I've also told these same people, don't come knock on this door when you're in a position that, oh man, I should have I should have prepared for it or I, I should have been ready for it. So, you know, I'll throw the hints out and I'll, I'll put it in a manner that you'll get it. But I know I'm not going to waste my breath on a lot of people because that's just not what they're going to do. They're leeches. They're the people that's going to leech off of somebody else that put a situation together, i.e., I carry a AAA card. Oh, man, you mind if I can borrow your AAA card? I got a flat tire. No, no. You should have prepared for it. So, you know, that's just a, a thought, um, you know, on the fear of rejection side. They don't want to be called crazy. Uh, they don't want to feel ashamed for setting goals of living a lifestyle that's different than what everybody is. Everybody else is doing. Uh, people by nature don't want to be looked at differently they want to fit in and they want to be comfortable with being part of the gang or the gaggle or whatever you want to call the the cool kids you just gotta be willing to adjust your lifestyle and look differently i don't mind being a visionary and being looked at differently because my favorite word is my favorite phrase is i told you so i might not say it to you but when i look at you you'll see the look on my face that says i told you so so you know, that's just me. Fear of failure. Uh, some some preppers fail to put practices and strategies in place because they're scared of failing. People fear failure because of external factors like being embarrassed or ridiculed. You know, I see you couldn't make it. I told you, you don't wasted all this money and stuff preparing for this situation. Now look at you. Nobody wants to hear that. You know, it's especially when you're living in a house with family members that don't prepare or don't see the value in putting away for extenuating circumstances. Um, you know, in 2011, uh, I was collecting silver and gold. And when gold hit $1,900 in 2011 for an ounce, I cashed out and I cashed out well. But other people who thought I was crazy they, oh man, you hook me up now, take care of you, look out, I want, nah, I'm good. No, no, I'm good. You know, uh, Thomas Edison said that um, I've never really failed. I just found 10,000 different ways that it didn't work. So when, you, when you're preparing for situations, if the things that you put together, the kits you put together and whatnot don't necessarily work, it's not that they didn't work, it's just that way didn't work for you and what it was you were trying to do. Prime example, I'll give you another example. Um, when I decided I wanted to start preparing for situations, I was putting together kits. So this was like a big tote that I could probably fit maybe a small person in. But I would have this tote filled with particular items that I knew I needed. Um, different training, you know, some people they put Bibles in there and whatnot. I'm good on that. I don't need that. I use training manuals. Uh, if you know, and I'm not knocking religion, I'm just saying that the training manual would probably help you a lot more because that's information that you've probably forgotten and you need to reuse or look up again and refigure out how to do things because if you're not using these skills every day, you'll lose them. Um, as a parent, you know that when your kids bring their homework home to you and they say, Mommy, Daddy, how do you do this? and you look far at the paper, you bring it closer. Look far at the paper and you tell them, man, you need to Google this. I don't even remember this. 
It's not that we didn't do it. It's just you haven't used those skills in so long, you forgot how to use it. So for me, training manuals and caches was something that I put together. Well, I had, I decided that I'm going to have however many of these I had in different places. Well, the problem that came with that is not really being able to trust the people who whose houses I put these caches in. Now, all of a sudden, I'm in a bind where I need to grab a cache from this particular place. Now, I can't get it because it's gone. They've gone through it. They started using, well, we just took the water out and we drank the water. Well, that's not what that was for. So, and the reason that, that I did that was because if you put everything in one location, any event that, say, for example, you, most preppers are going to keep everything in their house. So, I keep everything in my house. The There's a storm, a tornado hits, and it crashes my house, destroys everything I have. Well, all my preps and all my supplies that I've built up are now gone. But if I have caches with the same thing in different places, no matter where I go, every place I, that I have a stash at, there's no possible way that all of them can get hit with the same tornado or whatever would have you. So what I learned from that was watch the people who have relationships that I can trust with these people that have my caches. So when I have to go to that said location to grab that cash, one, you don't know what's in there. It's just a box that you're keeping for me and I can get what I need out of there and move on to the next location. So that was just one of me as an example of one thing I learned that I thought I failed at, but I just didn't fail. I just got to look at differently again. Who am I trusting my stashes with? Last reason that people don't prep, they don't know how. Another big reason why preppers don't plan and they don't have stuff together, you know, they don't know how. We all have dreams and aspirations for our lives, and most of these dreams and goals are inside our head. Um, a lot of times we never conceptualize or monitor our progress toward our goals. So, you know, we'll say, well, I have a goal of doing that. We know we'll do a vision board at the beginning of the year, but throughout the year, we're not going doing a checklist over the things that we wanted to do. We just follow along the trend. If we did it, we did it. If we didn't, we didn't. And that's it. We need to set together. I think as people, we need to set up a strategic plan and then go through your book every day or every week or whatever. I use a dry erase board. A dry erase board is my friend and it's in my office because I have to see it every day. So I know these are the goals I have to meet and I'm looking at them and I'm staring at them and they're staring back at me and it'll bother me until I'm able to check them off and move on to the next one. Um, a lot of us have not really been taught how to plan. People honestly don't know how to plan. How do you put together a plan to do something? Um, I mean, we spent our first 18 years in school learning how to make other people rich or we're never taught how to plan and set goals for ourselves. I just had this conversation a couple of days ago with somebody about how the schools now, they really just teach you to pass a test. They don't necessarily teach you how to be successful for yourself. They teach you how to be how to make somebody else successful. So uh, planning is something that I think a lot of people need to do um, as a strategic prepper. Planning is one of the main things I teach people when we talk about it. Um, and the different classes that we give on prepping is the first set thing we say is one on one, put together a plan. What is your plan? How are you going to do this? Set minor goals that you can reach and attain to. Um, 
that you want to reach. And then you break your goals down even more. So you might say in the first 90 days, I want to be able to do XYZ or Y2K. And what I mean by XYZ is, okay, um, I want to be able to have three months of water. And people say, well, how do you do that? Well, what you do is, uh, I'll give you an example. Um, when you go to the grocery store, every time you go to the grocery store, you grab maybe one extra can of tuna or one extra gallon of water every time you go to the grocery store. And what you'll find is that you'll start building up a stash and you won't even think about it. It's just a habit. It becomes habit. Um, and, and then have that checked off on your list that, hey, I'm going to do this. Um, my next goal might to be able to have three flashlights uh, in my house total. or And I'm just giving you small, small attainable goals. Or I want to have two cases of candles or whatever, what have you, for your house. You set these goals for yourself and then you meet the goals. Put away a little money so that you can get silver. So uh, your extra money, instead of maybe not going to the mall this week and buying a brand new pair of shoes that cost you $120, you take that same $120 and you stretch it out over your preps. You might say, okay, I'll spend $40 and buy some silver coins. Um, I might spend you know, $20 on uh, batteries or flashlights or... Uh, bullets or books. I mean, I, I push this more than anything else. Books, books, books. Because the more skills you have, the less supplies you need. And of course, those certain supplies become luxury items for you when you have the knowledge that you need in order to prepare for your situations. And again, know your area, know your surroundings. If I live in Florida, I'm not preparing for a tornado. I'm preparing for hurricanes because that's more likely to happen to me in Florida. If I live in California, I'm preparing more so for earthquakes and things along that nature or uh, um, overkill on our, on our um, grid because of so many people filling up those areas. There's places in Texas where that's what I would do also. I prepare for uh, a lack of electricity or I prepare for uh, uh, tornadoes. Um, whatever the issues are that's more likely to happen in my area, those are the things I worry about. Then a zombie apocalypse is the last on my list because, you know, the zombie apocalypse in my mind are the people who are coming to you to beg and try to steal your supplies because they didn't prepare for these situations. That's just my humble opinion. Um, well, that's it for this episode. I uh, hope I was able to help you out some. And if nothing else, you're able to know that prepping and planning all go together. Plan for success or plan for failure. Either way, plan for something. And that's our episode for today. Thank you for listening in. i see you guys next week.